0: Welcome to the Shoulder Strikes MMA Podcast. You are now listening to the Hot Take Hot Box. Welcome to the Shoulder Strikes MMA Podcast. You are now listening to the Hot Take Hot Box. Ladies and gentlemen, it is the Shoulder Strikes MMA Podcast. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. We had a week off. We are back. There was no UFC last weekend. Royal Rumble had the whole focus of the sports world. I'm just kidding. No one really watched it, but I did. It was a a great time. Now we are back. UFC Vegas 85. We're going to talk about that, and then we'll get into um, some picks, predictions, info, everything you need to know going into this weekend's card so that you make the right choice when you open up that uh, sportsbook app of whatever you choose. And whoever wants to sponsor us, we will say that name there, whenever you guys want us to. But no one pays us right now, so I refuse to give anyone credit. My name is Matt McSooney. I am joined by Ty Capone. Ty, how are you feeling today? What is it like down there in the peat? Uh,
1: it's a nice bree, nice brisk sixty five. Mm. So it's a little chill, a little chilly. I see it's forty nine in the Turnersville area. Yeah, uh, forty nine in Dublin also. So there you go. Okay, that's nice. Uh, might be back in the Ville, as they call it, the township, as they call it, WT, TWP, as they call it, together with Prod, oh, yeah. I might be back up there in March, April, so uh, stay tuned, stay nice. tuned for that. We might have a live pod, might
0: we'll have to whip out the video my, for that one.
1: Yeah, whip, whip it out, try to get the finances together, it's tough, but yeah, it's a nice day, it's gonna be dip into the high 50s, mid 50s later on, which is, I love it, my favorite, so um yeah, it's, it's, it's feeling good. That's exactly why way you
0: moved to Florida for, the, for that kind um, of uh, weather. You know, that's, yep. that's that's what you were looking for. And then, like you said, now all these high-rises are up there, and then you're you're stuck in a wind tunnel down there when you're walking yeah, down the street. that kind of so, sucks. But, you know. What are you going to do? What are you going to do, ladies? Uh, people are out there are dealing with, I guess, much more difficult problems. Somebody's probably listening to this <laughs> who can't even pay his bills going, you know what, man, I'm not ready for this. So, Ty, let's get into it. Let's go right over to UFC Vegas 85 headlined by Roman dolidze and Nasserdine Imovov now the higher you get in the rankings ladies and gentlemen the better I am at saying your name that's that's the one good thing yep. about getting up there Roman dolidze is 12 and two Nasserdine Imovov is 12 and four it's pretty even you know evenly matched kind of main event Roman Deize 142 130 to Nasserdine Imovovs minus 160. Uh, I do have the UFC rankings. I did want to see where they are ranked. We have Imovov at and eight. eleven and yeah, eleven and eight. not seven and eleven. It was pretty close, but Roman Deze is at eight. Imovav at eleven. Ty I will let you lead this off since. Uh, we should say what the numbers are for for the uh, I wanted to keep, you know, stats after we went down. 50 million units last year uh it was just an all-time we were basically the podcast is yeah, in a recession yeah. we never
1: got off the ground yeah no, we, we were
0: it was the great depression here on the Solar Strike strikes <laughs> mma podcast but we are back though this year i am seven and eight i am plus 4.85 units i think yes i think uh that doesn't oh. really make sense though hold on that no doesn't. it does yeah it does actually sorry uh, you hit, remember I, you had uh, you had yeah. that big Jimmy Flick
1: plus four Jimmy Flick Jimmy Flick me. I don't think me. I even had it.
0: And uh, on on the first card of the year, I you had hit, the big one against
1: me. I hit Ferrera TKO
0: in the first round, yeah. and I hit uh, ball, Joshua Van inside the or TKO yep. plus two ten. Yeah. So th- those are the two. Well, big listen, ones.
1: if you're going to go around five hundred or less, as long as you're staying in the green, baby, that's yeah. all that matters.
0: Well, somebody talk about green. You are nine and five so <laughs> far this year. Plus 7.35 units, Ty. Let's you are go. off to a roaring start. Let's keep it rolling here. Yeah, so dude, let's go. You are going to lead us off, though. Uh, Nasruddin Imova, oh. Roman Dolidze.
1: Yeah, this is a big fight for both guys. <clears throat> I mean, Nasruddin's still young, still improving. Um, uh, You know, I don't think there's that much on the line for him if he loses a close fight or even if he gets knocked out or finished, but... It definitely wouldn't be a good look after the Strickland fight, even though it's funny, he's, he came on strong in the fifth round against Strickland. I think that, that says a lot about him. He seems like somebody that's, again, he's got all the athletic traits. Uh, he's got speed. He's got power. He's got a pretty all-around game, I would say. Uh, what's he lined as a minus Kinda of Not really surprised by that. <laughs> he seems pretty durable. I think both guys seem very durable. I don't think I've seen either really get hurt much. Uh, get wobbled. They're both. They both seem pretty sturdy, pretty strong, pretty athletic. This is the first week uh, that Roman Delize is a father. There you go. Who knows what? Maybe it's too much pressure. Maybe it's more added motivation. I'm not sure how that plays a part at all. Um, I think has had some cardio issues before in his career, but I feel like he's probably he's probably rounded all that out now. I think he's he's in a, a, a pretty good spot in his career. I know he's he is coming off that loss to Marvin Vittori, but. It was a tough fight. I, I, I just good overall, yeah, I didn't think he looked awful. You know, he didn't get taken down at all, but I think he just got outpaced, outvolumed.
0: Yeah.
1: And, um, uh, you know, Vittoria's kind of a tough fight for anybody. Also, I, I just think Delize kind of does level out at some point. I think he does have a, a ceiling that he's pretty much close to. Uh, the Jack Romanson fight was a, you know, he did get the finish, but for a while it, it wasn't looking great. Um, just in general, uh, the Trevin Giles loss back in the day, I thought that really. Really made me wary for what he could be in the future. And he's not too young. What is it, 35? Um,
0: is he really that old?
1: Yeah, 35. That's that's the age, man. Wow, also, his the nickname.
0: Being, is his nickname always been the
1: Caucasian? <laughs> 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 Has that always been a thing? There's no way.
0: <laughs> the Caucasian. Yeah, I guess I so. I, I don't know. I,
1: I can't recall that ever being his nickname. However, however, um, it's, it's not that he loses the nickname battle 1 million percent. Nassar involved claiming France, France, but being the Russian sniper.
0: Yeah, that's um, fucking deadly, man.
1: Yeah, I think he's very poised, pressures forward a lot, very good very good kicks, quick hands. Uh, he, he had, I think, cardio concerns earlier in his career, but like, you like to see this in young fighters. <clears throat> he looks a little gassed out against Phil Halls, loses a majority decision. Uh, that fight with Jordan Williams... Didn't look great in the third round, so you're like, man, these are two, two low-level guys. Then he was an underdog, man, an underdog against Ian Heinrich. I remember that, and he beat the shit out of him. Beat the fuck out of Edmund Shabazi from Crucifix. The Joaquin Buckley fight, you're like, okay, I'm not too sure. He kind of didn't look great in the third round in that fight also. Uh, Strickland was just a—I a, don't think, you know, looking back on it, he really had a chance to win a decision against Sean Strickland in that fight, and he almost—he won in the fifth round. Um, and then the Chris Curtis fight, very unfortunate, but I think he was, he was doing really, really well against Chris Curtis in that fight. So, yeah, I think he's going to keep making improvements. Again, he's still 27, younger than both of us, um, which is crazy to think of. I just think he's very cerebral. He's got a lot of tools in his, in his toolbox. Um, I, like, I just like everything he does. You know, day I think, is a tough, a tough test, but he gets hit a little too much. I think his striking, uh, his ratio is about even. Uh, takedown accuracy is not great. His takedown defense isn't great. I think if this hits the ground, Nasserdine Imavov probably has him covered there. His accuracy on takedowns isn't great, but he goes for some submissions. <clears throat> I think he almost had Chris Curtis in one. I remember he uh, was pretty much outclassing Edmund Shabazian on the ground um, and Jordan Williams, two guys who I think were thought to have a grappling advantage over him. So for that, I will go Nasserdine Imavov inside the distance.
0: Wow. Wow, that's that's a quite that's quite a move there and I'm going to see what your line is not, on here. I'm um, really curious
1: to see how both fighters look in rounds 3 to 5 if it goes that far because I don't I don't know
0: even I don't, I don't know had where a get, 5 round fight though, has he not?
1: Strickland I believe was, but remember he didn't really look good in any of those really uh, rounds until the 5th. Uh I don't think I guess the Vittori, was the Vittoria 1-3 or 5 for I feel like that was a main. That event was a three. A no, night. that was
0: three. Okay. That was on, I believe that was on the Usman uh, Edwards or one of because I know I was at somebody's house. I'm never at people's houses for uh, fight nights usually. I'm <laughs> usually at my own crib because nobody cares. That was Edwards Usman three. That's yeah. what I thought. Okay, yeah, because it was one of them cards where I was at an obscure location watching it.
1: Yeah, man, he hasn't really gone. Yeah, he. I mean, he has a couple decisions, but you know, I think involved having that five round experience, being younger too. Uh, you know, it's eight years younger. I think that's going to matter. He's, he's. I think, I don't. I think they're very similar in uh, in length and, and size. So it, it's going to be kind of even. I think in the first round, I really am excited to see who gets their game off first. I just think uh, nasruddin has much much more to go uh, to go with, and I think he's a quick starter. Goes forward a lot. believes it has to go forward. I think Imavov does pretty well going backwards. So, uh, and again, if this hits the ground, I think Imavov has. Delise has three subs. How many does Mister? Yeah, and he has four for Nasraddin. So I think it's kind of it's it's tight. It's really Very tight. There's no matched. no margin for error here for either fighter. But I'm gonna go Nasraddin. I think this is gonna get this gonna be his uh. It's coming out. Pardon.
0: I've always thought though, Ty, that Roman Delise doesn't have any extreme like or like a skill where he is like superior at than the, a guy that he fights. He kind of just like wills his way to victory, and he's powerful. I think that's that's the one thing, but I think he's going to have trouble getting to Nasruddin. Nasruddin is good at controlling the distance, and I think the reason he lost to Strickland was because Strickland was going to—these guys that he lost to recently, you know, even not Chris Curtis, that was a no contest, but they were keeping a high pace on him. And the Phil Halls one, I don't really count. That was a couple years ago, but I think him being in that Strickland fight, having that five-round experience is going to be a big-time factor in this. And I'm going to count on him finding a way to get a victory here. Uh, I did not tell you what inside the – are you taking that on the card inside the distance?
1: Plus – yeah, plus 145. I think so. And Imavov outpaced him in the fifth round, 38 of 68 to Strickland's 35 of 86. So the fact that he was keeping that pace – and he also got taken down. uh, He didn't get a takedown. He got taken down by Strickland for uh, a decent part of that second round. But uh, I think he's going to make some changes. Mike Bell also had that fight very close, so – Maybe we can get Mike Bell back on this if, if it goes to the scorecards. Maybe he can uh, help us out with an Imovov play in a parlay. I'm not sure, but either way, um, I, I don't think this goes the distance. I just I, I have a hard time believing I, one of these guys or both will definitely wear out uh, in the third, fourth, fifth. If it gets again, if it gets that far
0: yeah you know the only problem thing I struggle with is Imovav has never been finished but again Imovav has never really been in a five round fight and I think he's gonna have trouble getting him out of there so I think this fight the longer like you said the longer it goes the better it is for Imovav. I think three four five is somewhere is somewhere in there is where he's gonna find maybe a, a submission of some sort where he maybe starts taking Roman down uh, you know I I I just I think he finds a way, and I think I'm with you. I would like to take money line, but I think the the number is not good enough for me. If it was under, it, it's really just like kind 140 of forty or fifty. Yeah, one thirty something like that. Then I would take it, but plus one fifty is what we're getting uh, inside the distance at for Nastar Dineevov. So I will take it. I, I like it. I was
1: going to go to TKO over sub, but I, I could see either. Honestly, he has some pretty good subs. He almost got Edmund Shabazian in a, in a Dars, and that's usually uh, what Shabazian goes for. So. Um, <clears throat> also, delize Let's see, plus four fifty by TKO, plus five hundred by sub. So they think he has he has some decent finishing equity, and it could be either way. I guess it really depends on who wears down first. I think honestly, um, plus two fifty for Imavov TKO, plus five fifty Imavov sub. I think that has some decent decent value because he does like the you know he has some good submission shots.
0: And did you tell me that Roman just had a kid? Yeah, just had
1: a baby. So, new father. Maybe that, you know, who knows what that does for him. It has to play a factor. can't have been an
0: average camp compared to what his other ones have been. Yeah. Unless he just completely abandoned his wife during her time of need. So, I I don't know. It wouldn't be the first time. Yeah, it wouldn't be the first time someone's done something like that. So, Ty, we move on to the co-main event. How about this? Money Moicano getting back in there. Renato Moicano. He's fighting our boy, the iron jaw, Drew <laughs> Drew Dober. And not because he can't be knocked out, it's just because his jaw looks like it's made of iron. I mean, that thing. Yeah. That he thing, can be knocked out for sure. Shout out to Matt. Matt
1: steamroller. It's
0: the steamroller. Shout out to the steamroller. We got Drew Dober at plus 150, 155 to or not the Moikanos. Minus 185, 180 tie. I'm not so sure about that. I, I mean, it's been. A, how long's the last time Moicano was in there? It was 2022. Uh, I believe it was November or December. Might have been December of 2022. It was November against Brad Riddell. He rear naked choked him. And you know before that loss to RDA, where RDA was beating the fucking piss out of him that night. I'll I'll never forget yeah, that.
1: That was that was bad. I think he took that on short notice, right?
0: I think um, so. Somebody else was supposed yeah, to be he, in there.
1: He got he got smashed bad. That was at least he went the distance, but that that might have. Who knows what, what that might have done. Maybe it
0: was good for him to take some time, you know, extra time off, even though he had to fight hey, after.
1: 34, that's the new age. The that's new the age. new line of demarcation. We're well, moving
0: up the demarcation, but Drew Dover yeah, we'll is also 35. So I did not know that, but he is yep. an older gentleman as well. So I guess we really are going to have to figure this out on the merit, on the merit of the fight. Uh, I don't know. I really don't know what I like here, Ty. I don't know if this is a, a, a bettable spot for me. And I think... These are two guys that I can't trust and two guys that are somewhat similarly matched. And maybe it's, you know, because, like, even the uh, Tapology's prediction, they have 2,000 predictions, and it's at 50-50. So, they, like, no one really even knows what's going on here. So I guess I'll ask you. Maybe you can convince me <coughs> one way or the other.
1: Yeah, so it's it's really, I guess, who gets their game off first because Dobro's been submitted four times. Wakano uh, has all of his finishes are by submission. He has no knockouts. And um, moikano has been knocked out three times. Drew Dober with eleven knockouts. He's been knocked out twice too. So, but and he also has nine submission victories. Drew Dober. So it's kind of I, I don't think he'll have the advantage here. I think Money Moicano. Um, I think he he has some of the best uh, some of the best um, back back takes. Once he gets your back, I think it's pretty much over. Uh, he's kind of like Pantoja and a bunch of other guys uh, in that in that way. So it all depends, you know, what, what happens. Because Money Moicano doesn't really have the best takedown entries. So maybe he throws himself in a guillotine. Maybe he doesn't. Maybe he just can't get that takedown. And he's going to have to strike for, for some of the fight. The thing with Moicano, he doesn't seem that big or that strong for 155. He's just kind of like an average uh, sized guy at that, at that weight class. Dober's a pretty big boy, pretty thick uh, and, and just strong. Hits hard. He's mean. He comes forward. He, you know, he can go through adversity, especially on the feet. Again, if it goes to the ground, though, I think Dober's fucked. That's 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 why I just don't know what happens. Drew Dober has that huge left hand. His last seven wins about come by knockout. Um, he's been in a bunch of wars. You got to think his chin's gonna gonna be cooked eventually. Matravola put a dent in it. Um, Moicano loves the brawl, but he's been KO'd.
0: So, yeah.
1: um, you know, I, I just I don't know. I have no idea. I think I'm kind of right 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 on the fence as well. It all comes down to who gets their game off first, who um, who pushes, who pushes the other first. I, I just, I, I think it's going to be Dober. I think that's who. If I yeah. had to pick somebody, it would be uh, Drew Dober. So I'm going to go Drew Dober plus 155 money line. Wow, uh, I think he's going to get it done here. I think he's going to get it done on the feet if it goes to the ground and he hasn't hurt. Um, I think he can finish him on some ground and pound. We've seen him do it before. Maybe, maybe he can just. Uh, keep him off him for a little bit. Now, however, if any kind of grappling exchange or weird trip clinch, uh, you know, I know Moy Connor likes some clinch work, throw some knees, if any of that happens, Dober might be fucked as soon as he gets a decent hold of him. So we'll see. We'll see in that one. It's gonna be scary. I, I it's always tough when it's striker versus grappler, but in this sense, the grappler is not the best wrestler. and also likes to strike very wildly. So give me Drew Dober left hand. is going to, going to set up, set a, set it up.
0: So you got Dober money line plus one hundred and sixty. I am with you in the Dober pick. I am going to go TKO though because I just believe I, I, the. I think RDA should I'll have gotten out of there. You oh wow, changing it up.
1: Yeah, I don't know why. I mean, I I, I told you his last seven wins have come by knockout. Why have I? Not, why did I not do knockout? So yeah, let's get let's do it. Probably better, uh, slightly better number.
0: Oh, yeah, you're definitely getting a better number. I think we got Dobert TKO. Let me try and find it. Just had it. Dobert TKO is plus 235. So I think you're getting a much better number there. Let's do it. And I'm sure almost wrote the wrong number. But I, I just think I-, I don't like the way Moikano fights. I'm with you. Like, w- w- like, he doesn't. He's not just strictly a jiu-jitsu guy who just goes. Like, he tries the brawl. And Artie, I'm telling you, that beating though, it changed my changed my mind on him for for life. Basically, is that he took a beating after beating after beating, and he before he beat Jai Her- he beat Jai Herbert, Demir Hadzovic, and uh, you know, Alexander the Great before Brad Riddell, and, and he lost to Korean Zombie Jose Aldo, and they and and Fazeev, and they all knocked him out. Also,
1: Jai Herbert hit him with a a nice little couple shots in that fight. He didn't didn't do much, but he hit him with a couple decent shots. Uh, Same with Alexander Hernandez. Obviously, RDA knocked him down. RDA knocked guys down. I mean, at least it it used to happen, but even not that much. So getting knocked down by RDA and then getting just dogged by him in 2022 was probably not the best look. I'm with you on that one,
0: man. Yep. So we're both Dober TKO. Plus two thirty five. How about Randy the Rude Boy Brown getting in there against Muslim Salakov? Uh, this is always when he gets in there. You're just like, I have no idea what the fucking expect. Salikov, though, plus two thirty, which is I think this is an appropriate line because I was gonna pick Randy Brown. Uh, you know, if Randy Brown was under minus two hundred, I was gonna take him because I think no, there's no doubt in my mind he finds a way to win this fight. I just at that line though, Ty, I struggle to be confident in betting something. On his favor, you know, he's got six wins. Six wins by TKO, six wins by decision, five wins by submission. So you just really don't know how he's going to win this fight. Muslim is, you know, approaching 40 years old, the king of Kung Fu. It's, it, he did not look good in that Dolby fight, but Nicholas Dolby has been, it seems like, you know, beating uh, yes. his, yeah, beating the shit out of everybody. So, you know, he knocked off Filaho, but who hasn't? And he got cooked by uh, the leech, so... Other than that, he really hasn't fought anyone that I kind of get excited about, and I just don't know here, Tai. I, I, it seems like an unbettable spot.
1: Yeah, I think it's probably dog or pass. I don't think there's yeah. really anything. You know, if you feel good about Solokov, even in, in his old age, j- old age, sure. Um, I think he does some pretty some things well, but also, you know, he does a lot of spinny shit. Uh, his, he's slowing. He's slowly starting to slow down. Slowly slowing down. It took a while. For Father Time. But Father Time is undefeated. 39. Um, He he really relies on his movement and speed with the kicks. And I just think that's probably gone. Especially compared to Randy Brown. He's 33. So he's still still in his athletic prime. The thing about Randy Brown is you just... You never get what you think you can get. Or you never... You just don't get enough sometimes. And last, I think when the fight was originally booked, he got sick. So... Um, maybe that plays a part. Probably not. I just think he's got that long kickboxing style. He's got the good front kicks, good jabs. The volume, the the problem with me, man, the volume is just up and down. You never know, you know, he'll go for it and then he'll just do nothing. He'll kind of just play on the outside. He'll just follow. He won't cut off the ring. He's sometimes he's a good grappler. Sometimes he's a bad grappler. Uh, Sometimes his, you know, his decisions are are questionable. He's a questionable decision maker. His fight IQ isn't that great. Sometimes he just doesn't go for it. He's a little bit chinny Also, uh, remember Jack Dell, that that ended quickly. Yeah, and he fights on very thin margins. So there's a lot to really not trust about Randy Brown. I, I don't have a pick here at all. I do think he should get it done, even if he's you know even if he's not on his A game. If he's on his A game, I think he should get a finish. I think Muslim yeah. Salikov is, is 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 ready to be finished. I think he's at the very very end. Of his career, Randy Brown needs to finish. I mean, he needs to do something big, just so he can, you know, stay around. Maybe get another big fight or a ranked fight or something. But yeah, I think he he takes care of business here. He's taller, he's longer, and I think he's just better all around. Maybe if he wants, he, he definitely has to watch. Sometimes Salakoff can time a takedown, but uh, grappling wise, I think Randy Brown's probably better all around. I mean, he he's been sub, but he can get some subs himself. So yeah, he should probably comfortably should comfortably win this, but no
0: bet. All right, I'm gonna go Randy Brown decision. Plus one twenty five. That's seems safe. I just yeah I just feel good about that and uh, I I don't know I, I just when I don't trust a guy but I think he's gonna win that's seems like the safe bet and I look at a lot of these last fights that he's been in Randy Brown that is you know a decision against Willington Terman a decision against Francisco Trinaldo a decision against <laughs> Chaos Williams decision remember he we went to a decision Goody. with
1: before. Mickey Gall. That's, couldn't yeah. even finish Mickey Gall. That's what so. I'm saying.
0: So like, I love it. I love that. I, I I feel good about that. And Muslim Salikov, like you said, he relies on movement. I I, I do see a, a, a way though that he just gets caught and knocked out because Muslim Salikov, like you said, is on his way out, waiting to get finished. But I don't think it's going to be here. I just Randy Brown not trustworthy. So Viviana Rujo getting in there against Natalia Silva. Vivian coming off of a win against Jennifer Maya. That was a pretty big win for her. Underdog, too. I think. Yeah, I believe so. She is a underdog to Natalia Silva, who is a minus 355 favorite. That's a big-time favorite here. Laying a lot of juice here for Natalia, but uh, maybe it's justified. Maybe it's not. She's coming off of – I mean, she's on a hell of a run. She has not lost in the UFC so far, 4-0. and Andrea Lee – Victoria Leonardo, the the Ninja Turtle, uh, <laughs> Teresa Bleda, and uh, Jasmine Jaws the Vicious, who just looked like uh, you know prime Daniel Cormier a, a couple Saturdays ago. So you you never know. I don't know if this is, maybe Natalia Silva inside the distance is a bettable thing. Uh, Viviana Rouge has been knocked out only once, lost four decisions. But Ty, I don't I don't know, man. Women's fights are tough to bet inside the distance.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and I think she's got twelve finishes
0: Vic, of her of her on her record. So this it's, this girl's a little bit different than the usual, you know.
1: The the two fighters that uh, Natalia Silva has finished in the UFC were Victoria Leonardo and Teresa Blada, too yeah. just bums. Teresa Blada that one also came in the in the third round too. So um, Jasmine and I think the other one was Andrea Lee. Yeah, was her last fight. Unanimous. It was pretty tough. So yeah. uh, the thing is, I just think Vivi is is she's also starting to slow down. Um, she had a good close fight with with Grosso. But since then, you know, she's, she's getting older. She's what, 36? She might be older than that. 37. I think she turns 38 soon. Is that accurate? No, uh, she just turned 37. Yeah. So, um, not a good, not a good place to be, right? Natalia Silva's 26. And uh, Natalia Silva, even though she's young, she's, um, you know, I, I think, I, I, on one hand, I want to say that this is a chance for vivi to give her a vet lesson but natalia silva's you know she's she's paid her dues on the regional scene so i think that's i think she just has has her covered everywhere in this fight i think she's just better everywhere she has good taekwondo uh she has the good lead left leg lands that everywhere up top low to the body good takedown defense i remember when she had a a nice sweep against Teresa bleda who was you know pretty much judo or grappler um She's super strong for the weight class. She's super fast. She has the looks. She's pretty much everything that you want in a in a young uh, woman's fighter. Uh, she's she's nasty, man. She's really good. I know you are also a big fan. We love her on this uh, on this podcast. We do like Vivi, but uh, her stri- striking defense is just not great. Yeah. Um, just she's just getting old, man. She's slowing down. Like everything is just wearing down. The He-Boss fight. I remember I had her against Hebos, and she just couldn't get it done in any facet of the game against her and you know Amanda Kibos is solid but you know she got taken down twice she got out outstruck and almost doubled up on strikes she almost got doubled up on strikes against Jennifer Maya you know she was just able to win that with, with landing a couple better shots and uh, get some takedowns and uh, even her fight with Andrea Lee was was very close she got dropped by Andrea Lee and t- even taken down once. so um, I don't know what to play here just because it's, it's kind of tough I want to take Silva inside a distance like I really do, but I don't know.
0: I am. I don't know. I don't know. What do you
1: think? Yeah? Okay. Yeah.
0: Uh, listen, plus 300 is too big of a number to pass by. Uh, I can't believe that it's actually that high on oh, DraftKings, I believe, is the uh, website. What would you lean to? T- uh, TKO? That's uh, probably what or, I, would. I would probably lean TKO. Yeah. I think Vivian is a We haven't, really, like we haven't seen enough, I think.
1: Yeah. We haven't seen Natalia silva's grappling in the usc really much. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. It's tough.
0: It's tough I to think see but stay away. yeah I, I wouldn't blame anybody who stays away but it, Vivi being 37 is not uh, uh, you know ideal for me and uh, I tend to especially when the odds are like this bet the uh, younger fighter and she's not like Natalia is making her UFC debut I mean she's got 11 years yo- she's 11 years younger than Vivi and two uh, fights yeah I, I, I th- I'm, I'm feeling good about this this is this is probably one of my better bets of the night that I would say that I feel pretty right. good about uh, I mean even I listen I you know he, anything can happen you don't know if she's actually going to be able to get her out of there but I think she's gonna put a pretty good beating on Vivi and at the very least it'd be a unanimous decision Probably win 26 30 something point. like that yeah I think she's yeah, better than so, her in all in all facets I really do so how about this is what a banger this is Alish Kabab is that, how, how do you say this guy's <laughs> name uh, Alishkab? uh, <laughs> Alia Kasab. Aliyah Kasab. kizriev all right, Mahmoud Muradov. Alish kebab. Uh, Alish kebab. <laughs> hey, that looks that's close enough. Uh, Alish kab. There you go, Mahmoud yeah, Muradov. Go. All right, we're in there. This is uh, this is the last fight I think on the main card uh, that we're going to talk about. Oh Pretty God. close odds though. Minus one forty-five for Kizriev. Muradov is a plus one twenty-two, one thirty-five. Mister um, uh, Mister Kebab is making his. <laughs> Uh UFC debut, right? No? No. no. he thought Dennis Tolulon. Oh, right. How could I forget that? That was what? 2 yeah. years ago? Oh my god, that was a long <laughs> that was I was fucking around, but that's actually Yeah. It
1: was a while ago. Wow, look We're at all the to, fights uh...
0: he was supp- he was in the UFC in 2021. Wellington Terman, Kyle Douglas, your cousin to and Abus Magomedov. He all had scheduled fights with them and they all got canceled. Yeah. Then he fights Tolulon yeah. and then just probably murders him rear naked well, choke.
1: He was getting pieced up a little bit on the feet. Oh, that's so that's not good. Red, red, red fly. He was running away from him at one point. Um, <laughs>
0: so this guy might stink, is what you're saying.
1: <laughs> but, I mean, both guys are kind of tough to get a, a, a grip on, but at least, um, least Murdoff has grip. fought recently. Yeah, also, um, shout, shout out to Machima Murdoff. used to be a porn star. I don't know if you were, were aware of that. I'm not familiar the, with his work. The, the first money team... MMA fighter, so he has I 2 million that, Instagram actually, followers, yeah. so you better you better Google him and look up what he does, or what he used to do, I guess that is. Um, this one's kind of worrying just because Kizreyev has good wrestling. Outside of that, I think that's all he really has. I think he's a little bit taller than he's listed at, but I think he's small for the weight class. We've seen him before with have uh, differing physiques, if you will. I feel like he would probably be best at 170, um, but he, he's... he. Um, he goes for wrestling, uh, for wrestlings. He goes for takedowns. He uses his chain wrestling very well. Uh, if you give up the back, he's going to take your neck. And the problem with Murdoch, he's given up his back multiple times. So I don't, I don't love that. He did fight well against Kyle Bahia. I do, I do think he lost, but it was a tough fight, a tough matchup. Uh, he's had some really nice KOs. I think he's going to be much, much bigger in this fight. And I think he's going to use that to his advantage and, and overwhelm. Uh, Mr. Kizriev and I think he's going to get a knockout. I think Kizriev is not going to not going to be able to unless he gets him out early, which I guess is possible. Uh, he has some early finishes. He has a bunch of subs, a bunch of knockouts, I should say. Um, oh no, no, he has a bunch of subs. I think right not, about even, yeah. So um, again, though, you know, just looking looking how he did against Talulah, not not great, not great. He was getting pieced up a little bit. Uh, you know, Even against Barbarina, a lot of people were shitting on Murdoff for not finishing him. But, man, he got like 13 takedowns, knocked him down twice or a couple times. Um, the GM3 fight, I, you know, I don't know what happened. I have no idea. It was it was just a weak, weird performance. But we, we've seen it before. He smoked Trevor Smith, smoked Andrew Sanchez, some good wrestlers that he's gone up against. So uh, I'm going to go Mahmoud Murdov inside the disc. I'm going to go Mahmoud Murdov TKO.
0: Wow. You feel good about that? Really I'm confident? just gonna go. I'm just gonna go.
1: Murdoff money line. Right. How about that? How about just play it safe?
0: I wanted to stay away from this, but
1: the mo- the, mo- the money's coming in on Murdoff. It was like plus 200 ish.
0: Yeah, I-, I have a thing here that was telling me all the money that came in. Moicano got juiced a lot, I believe, uh, from what I saw. Uh, Moicano want money. Moicano- yeah. Moicano got juiced. Quinones got uh, got juiced as well. Uh, uh- Moscom got juiced a uh, uh, big time 32 percent yeah uh which yeah i'm not a big fan uh jamal jamal pogues on this fight yeah he he also did yeah. and uh lee were the three with the all the numbers that Yuck. were big time line movers so i think i'm gonna go with you miradov inside or i'm sorry murdov money line plus 125 135 sorry let's do it I just think that. I, you know, I, I just looked up this guy and I was watching some of the highlights of the uh, Tullulan fight and I remember thinking, "Wow, this guy stinks." And then he yeah. and then he won, but uh, I think Dennis Tullulan stinks. So, let's, yeah. uh, you, <laughs> you know, I don't, don't say. Yeah, I, I'm not a big not a big fan of his. So, we actually have one more fight tie on the main card. <laughs> How about this, oh, Gilbert? Your boy, Gilbert Urbina. Former Ultimate Fighter contender, uh, c- competitor, I should say, not contender. He was really uh, never really up for it there. But how about it, man? The return of RTV bad boy. The return of Chuck Buffalo, <laughs> Charles Radke. Hopefully, nobody comes and storms the cage and has anything to say to his face down there, or he'll drop some more homophobic slurs <laughs> if yeah, you make him. If you make him, Charles Radke. Wow, <laughs> DC. Hopefully, DC's not there, so he won't have to. You guys want to come down here and say something? To my face. How about uh, Charles Radke is a plus one seventy underdog to Gilbert Urbina's minus minus two hundred. That makes no sense to me, Ty. I don't. I don't think I want anything to do with this fight, to be honest. But I guess I'll no, ask you your I opinion.
1: Agree. I agree. If there's anything I'm going to target, it's going to be the under here. I think. Um, I think. I think Urbina has. Was he on the contender? Was he on the Ultimate Fighter a while ago? Right, and he didn't do well. He was on. He was. Um, um,
0: the one with Treshawn Gore. That's, that's the yeah. one I recall.
1: He He's fought at 185 a lot, and he just it, it didn't go well for him. Since moving down to welterweight, I think he's done really well. But also, he only fought Orion Kosuke, and Orion Kosuke is not very good, I guess. One of the worst UFC fighters I feel like they've signed in some time. So maybe it was just that one fight. I also thought he had a pretty close fight with Brian Battle. I swore that he took on on short notice. Yeah, a week notice up at 185 when he originally wanted to go down the 170. He said, I'm going to do one one more fight at 185 against Brian Battle. I think I that think was the
0: ultimate well. fighter finale, and Treshawn Gore pulled out or something. It was yeah. like something along those lines.
1: That's 100% accurate. It has to be. And I, I know he got knocked out by Treshawn Gore. But hey, he subbed your boy Michael Gilmore. Remember him? The absolute money the printer stonk, Michael man. Gilmore was. Oh my goodness. But um, I think Rabin is probably much, much... Much better off here at 170. And, again, he was doing pretty well against battle. Then he gassed out and he got smoked. Uh, he has two brothers who also fight. Hector was in the UFC. Was not very good. I think his brother, Elias, took a loss to Bevon Lewis on the contender series. So he's not very good either. But he um, he's, he's decent, I think. I don't think he's great. Uh, he can't really take a punch that well. Uh, his grappling defense is not great. But he gets four takedowns per 15. So I think he's a, a capable submission grappler. Um, got good, pretty good kicks. Um, I think I, I think he's better here than Chuck Buffalo. The problem is Chuck Buffalo is. Uh, I don't think either guy is that good. I guess I think yeah. they're on similar levels. Chuck Buffalo. Uh, I mean, he couldn't even take down Mike Diamond, and that was just you know that was a pathetic fight. But I mean, he got the win. I guess I'm not really sure why or how he even got to the UFC because he you know, his. His pre-UFC record uh, wasn't anything crazy. He didn't beat anybody good. He wasn't like, you know, I don't know. I, I don't know what he, he, he had just won. He needed
0: somebody to fight that night, it seemed like, and he won. Yeah, he grappled.
1: He he was supposed to grapple Joe Pfeiffer, and they are like, hey, maybe you should join the UFC. I don't know. Um, I think he's also bigger than what he's listed at. Five nine seems a little short. He seems like pretty tall, but he's had grappling success in his career. <clears throat> he's been knocked down in his career. They've both been hurt. I don't think either guy – takes punch as well, but are they, they're very similar in a lot of ways. It's not great, but um, they kind of remind me of each other in multiple ways. I, I can't really pick a winner here. So I think I can find it. I think I'm going to go under, under two and a half. Okay. Minus minus one fifty. I think there's going to be a finish either way. I'm not sure who or how, or, or which way I think there's a, a really high rate for finish here. I think both can get a take. Uh, both can have grappling success. Maybe get a, a submission. Both can, Get a knockout can hurt the other, and I think both can wear down. So honestly, I think one of these two is is just going to falter in the second round.
0: Under two and a half minus one fifty, and this is as that is actually the end. I'm not I'm not taking anything for for the people out there. I know people were just waiting, like, no, we're gonna bet whatever McSweeney bets. I wouldn't do that, but uh, that that's where that's where I'm at, and that is the end of the main card. We keep it moving to Ty Capone's favorite fighter, Meatball Molly McCann. Moving down the 115. She didn't look that bad uh, during the press conference. We'll see how she looks during the weigh-ins. So that, that's always a big uh, sign to see how somebody... She's fighting the Warrior Princess. Diana oh, Belbita. This is actually your uh, favorite fighter, but... <laughs> this is a rematch. Yeah, she lost to Molly McCann in 2019. That was quite some time ago. She's... I mean, Diana De- Belbita has... If you really stink then she beats you. If you're not yeah. if you're some if you have a little bit of skill, she's going to take you out. Molly McCann couldn't finish her then. Uh do we do we think that she could finish her here? Um I think she
1: loses here. I think she's going to oh, lose Molly nervous. McCann. Um I'm going with Diana De- Belbizza money line. Are you see, Are you being
0: dead ass? Yeah.
1: I'm being dead serious. I I think Diana De- De- was 23 when they first fought, so it's 4 years. She's, uh, I think she's probably in the best stage of her career. I think Molly's probably in the worst stage of her career. She has got dog-walked by Julia Renko. Absolutely shellacked. Um, I mean, <laughs> I think Molly's probably hits harder. I think she probably is the better wrestler, but <laughs> she stinks. <laughs> she doesn't do anything. She loses decisions. She's getting old. She's, she's cooked. Her, her little window of fame is gone, and now she's going to start losing every fight because she stinks. She truly stinks. She had the little adrenaline rush win streak. Now she's done. She's a strict, strictly a boxer who can have a little bit of grappling, wrestling success over lower level girls. I know she had a couple takedowns and mount against Belbita the first fight, but Belbita did a good job of getting up again. She's come. I don't know she's come a long way since that first fight. She's only what? Let's look. One, two, three. She's two and three since they first fought. Uh, beat Hannah Goldie and Maria Oliveira. <laughs> Not great wins, and her losses weren't great. I mean, she got armbarred by Leanna Jojoa. Right after she lost to Molly McCann. So I, I I might be just absolutely sacrificing myself to the gods for this bet, but I don't care. We are always fading Molly McCann around here. Give me Belbita money line, baby.
0: Belbita money line plus 220. And I am not going to bet this fight. <laughs> I don't want anything to do with it. Uh, she's so much smaller than Belbita. And Belbita's got good volume. She does. I like and I just uh, I don't trust Molly McCann after her getting dog walked by Stoly Renko. I mean, we knew that was going to happen. And. This is a big step down in competition, but usually when you go down in weight, you're supposed to be the bigger person. She's not. You know, she's three inches smaller and has a half foot uh deficit in reach. So that's yep. not that is not a good uh sign, and I am going to stay away from that. So
1: A female Pereira is what they call Belbita. Oh, well, that's not good. Yeah.
0: <laughs> How about Charles Energy Johnson?
1: Charles Ooh. is coming
0: off of three consecutive losses. Rafael Estevam, Cody Durden, O'Day Osborne all got the win against him via decision. So I guess that's uh, a plus in that. Azat mocks getting in there. Uh, how do you say his nickname?
1: <laughs> uh, I think it's Kozik.
0: Kozik? It was just with a bunch of Qs. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of Qs in there. And he's coming off of a somewhat questionable win against Tyson Nam, a decision that I know some people didn't agree with, but uh, I don't think this is another fight that's really, for me, going to be bettable. I I know Moxham is a minus 225, 230 favorite to Charles Johnson's plus 185. I don't really know if that's worthy of being bet to me.
1: Yeah, uh, Charles Johnson's probably on cut watch. Like Eddie Alvarez said, Eddie Alvarez said about Anthony Pettis, if you want to be a ranked fighter, you need to beat Anthony Pettis. If you want to be a ranked flyway you need to be Charles Johnson. This will be a sixth fight in a row at the Apex and he is not happy about it. He has gone that. on record to say he's not happy about it. He's pretty pissed off. He's replacing Nate Maness, so maybe uh, after he fought Cody Durden, Cody Durden's like, "Yo man, and also Charles Johnson was talking hella shit to Cody Durden before during and after the fight. Cody Durden said, "Yo man, you should take some time off. Like you fight a lot. Just take some time off, you know, hone your skills and and, and work on some things." Charles Johnson's like, "Nah, fuck that. I'm fighting next month." So he's not the smartest guy in the world. Um, you know, he's, he didn't, he, he had like a track and field background in college. Sometimes his cardio doesn't look great. So you kind of wonder about that. He's just not a smart fighter. He might, might be, might have some of the lowest fight IQ in the in sport. Truly. Um, never been finished. So you got to think like, he's not that much of a bum and he's not, he has some good, there's some good things he does. Uh, he can stuff a couple takedowns at first, but man, he just gets truly, he truly gets discouraged in there. As soon as he gets taken down after stuffing a couple, now you can just hold him down, or now you can keep taking him down. Uh, Has a pretty good jab, uh, but just low volume. Stance switches and moves, but doesn't really do anything with it sometimes. Kind of just stares at you. Uh, Kind of just follows you around. Um, Like I said, he has some decent hands. Just doesn't really, not quick, not powerful. So it's kind of just, you know, he's kind of just a point fighter. Um, Doesn't take much time off in between fights, so I don't know if he's really getting better. He might be even getting worse. You know, and he, it seems like he lets his opponents dictate the fight. He doesn't really take control of the fight at all. He, he's a decent guy. He has a decent, like he has decent potential in theory, but uh, mentally he is just not there. And I think this Moxum kid's pretty good. I, again, I think that fight was close, questionable, um, but he's got quick hands, pretty good boxing, a little low volume also. Um, but it was his debut against Tyson Nam. I think he has some strong grappling. I remember seeing a video of him slamming – Was it Nam that he slammed or slammed somebody? On the regional scene, so uh, I think he, you know, if he just fights his game, I don't see how he doesn't take this fight over and, and outpoint Charles Johnson. So yeah, I got Moxon by decision.
0: I'm gonna go Moxon decision as well. You put it on the card. Um, yeah. There you go. I like it. I like how you pondered that for a little bit. Moxon. I did. I was like
1: thinking about it, but I think Charles Johnson's cooked mentally, physically, emotionally.
0: Uh, plus one ten. So that's not bad. I think it's a pretty good number. And that's what like, I would I'm telling show, Yeah, like when you look at it and, and you think I don't really like anything here, and you know I don't know how he's gonna win this fight, and it's gonna be a close one. But a guy's minus two twenty-five, and they're giving you plus money on decision. I think that's the the right move, and I up. think we're making a good decision here. So we keep it moving to Themba Garimbo. Uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson gave that guy a house, <laughs> you know, if you remember uh, back back not all that long ago. He's fighting our boy, Pete Rodriguez. Dead game is now his nickname. I didn't know. I didn't know. He Come knew. on. You did know, know that? I did know I that. Knew that. He uh, is coming off of uh, 2022. He decimated Mike Jackson. Now, I do He'll remember that. He'll always be a legend for that. And he fought Jack Della and gave him the best two minutes of his life. So like he tried, yeah. I know. So, he tried uh, his best. It yeah, he tried hard. his best. It didn't work out. And now, you know, he's fighting Themba Garimbo, who... The answer. Not to be confused with Allen Iverson. He with the question either. Yeah. Uh, not the question. Uh he beat what? Takashi Sato. Okay, lost to AJ Tekashi Fletcher. Six, uh did not beat Takashi 6.9. He would. He would. But Ty, do we I mean, is there really anything to bet here? I mean I kinda like P Rod here in this spot.
1: I got P. Rodriguez here. I think P. Rodriguez has the solid boxing. Um now he was supposed to fight Natan Levy at one fifty five. He showed up looked terrible on the scales if he looks bad on the scales this fight we're canceling this 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 bet okay i'm just letting you know we're we're auto cancel if he does not look good on the scales. check twitter but this is at yeah check x this is at 170 though so i feel like that's going to help him a lot he hasn't fallen a while i mean that fight was scheduled for what almost a year ago so i feel like he's had enough time he's training at mma lab uh he has some really solid boxing it's not anything like game breaking because i think he is very hittable um uh, sometimes he just doesn't, his footwork is not great. And he doesn't really move much, but he's still, I mean, dude, he's only fought what, six times, five and one in his pro career. Like, you know, they signed him at three, at four and oh, which is, you know, wild, wild to sign somebody that young to have in the UFC. It doesn't matter who you fight. You can fight Dennis Tallulian. You know, if you, if you're four and oh, five and oh, and you get hit, like you've never been hit before. Who knows what can happen? So it's just a little unfair, but either way, throw him right in. Why not? Then McGrimbo is a low level opponent for him. Uh, I think Garimbo probably wants to take this to the ground. Like he comes forward in a pressure style. He has that grappling, but he's not very good. Is? His fight IQ is also uh, not very good against AJ Fletcher. He had a ten-inch reach advantage, and he couldn't even outstrike him. And uh, he ended up getting caught up. I think it was in a guillotine, a, a, a power guillotine. I think he got clubbed and subbed um, early in the second. He was tired in that uh, beginning of the second round too. So <clears throat> I'm not sure. Really, I, I guess. I guess it should be easy, not easy. I, I don't know what Pete Rod' his ground game is like. I'm, sure, I'm assuming it's not very great, but <laughs> then a, again, I'm
0: under that assumption as well.
1: Yeah, but you know, we've seen Greenbow, and even his is not that great. I mean, he goes for it for sure. I think he's probably the better athlete here, but again, he slows down quickly. I, I think Pete Pete <coughs> Pete Rod is. Uh, I think he's kind of tough, man. I think he's. You know, this is a short notice fight. That's what kind of. Um, Makes it a little iffy. I know he has had a lot of time off, so maybe he was just waiting for his call, waiting for his time to replace. Uh, was it your boy Kiefer Crosby, the YouTube boxer? Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> but I think Pete Ross is decent, man. I think he throws a, a good amount of knees. Remember, he out, knocked out Mike, Mike, knocked out Mike Jackson cold with a knee, and they were asking for it. So he, he has some good trainers, good coaches around him that he listens to. Um, he took the JDM fight, I think, on short notice, and you know, he got busted up, but he landed some decent shots in that fight. You know. Um, I, just, I don't know. He seems probably a little too small for 170. That's my other question mark, how he looks physically. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to take P-Rod, plus 200 Moneyline. Okay. I think he's going to get it done. Uh, I want to I go TKO or I'm knockout or something. TKO. I'm just going to go Moneyline okay. because, you know, who knows? Who knows if this is just a gross, ugly fight. Maybe he gets a takedown and he's just on top for a couple minutes. I have no idea. I'm just going to fade Mr. Garimbo because he's, uh, he's one of the few African fighters who doesn't strike or doesn't have power. It seems like all of them, you know, have that similar ferocity to him. He's he's very different, and I don't think he's very good, like skilled. You know, so not that P rod is some world beater. I just uh, I kind of like this value. I feel like it should be not a pickem, but you know, closer.
0: That's excuse me. That's what I. That's what I'm of the uh, belief of that. If this fight was closer to even, or you know, somewhat close to a pickem, I wouldn't. I don't think I would bet it because I don't think there'd be any value on either side. The way it is now, if I can get a P rod at plus two hundred on the money line or TKO plus three hundred, because I think all of P rod's wins or uh, every fight has not gone the Early. distance. Every yeah. single fight, even in even in his amateur career, I believe. Well, there's one amateur fight that went to the decision, but other than oh. that, he he has been all. And those that was probably a six minute fight. You know, those a- amateur rules are insane. <laughs> They're not actually uh, like the UFC five. You know, three five minute rounds and all that. So. Yeah, I feel pretty good about P. Rod uh, on the TKO line here at what plus three hundred.
1: All right, Jeremy, put, put, put me on that. Wow,
0: you, you're, you're scratching. <laughs> I'm out. am switching up again.
1: Yeah, I'm switching. Up. I'm going crazy. This is gonna be a. I, I might lose all seven units. I'm up this weekend, but
0: why not? You know, why not? what they're there yeah. for? They're fun tokens. How about Blake Builder, Ji Yong Lee? Now th- this fight, sure. the, the Korean Tiger, he had <laughs> made his uh, UFC debut against Yiza. <laughs> I didn't know who he was until he fought that that night, and that was when was that Yisa? When when was it's that Yisa? Yisa? <laughs> well, I mean, what like we want? What do they want me to do? I think
1: I, uh, I think it's pronounced. I think there's supposed to be a space. I don't really know because it changes every fight. I think it's yeez-a. Um All right,
0: <laughs> Yisa. He he took a fucking uh, big old uh, L via split decision to G Young Lee. Now G Young oh Lee goodness. has a somewhat of a checkered, um, you know, yeah. like lead up to this. I don't exactly know. Yeah. We, we're not exactly sure what kind of fighter he is. Uh, at the very least, Blake Builder has you know fought some people that we've heard of before and has multiple UFC fights, so he has that going for him. But <sighs> that doesn't make you necessarily bettable. He's only plus one twenty five here, Ty. So I guess I'd like yeah. to hear what you think about this fight before I bet Blake hold <laughs> their money line.
1: I'm not really sure what to think. It seems like, uh, junk is a Jiang young, Jiang young Lee. He reminds me a lot of, um, of what's his name? Fuck what's his name? Um, Duho Choi. Yeah. He looks, he kind of, he kind of looks like him. I not trying to be racist. He kind of looks like him. He also fights like him, a uh, quick finisher, but against low level opponents. I don't, think His wrestling is very good. He, he seems like he just swings hard and fast. <laughs> um, I watched him fight, was it Z, uh, B, Ben Z, Ben G? Yeah, he got a quick arm bar. Uh, I saw him knock out that dude, Hey Jin Park. That was a, uh, so, so, I'm not bad what at any shit. <laughs> <laughs>
0: like, you're just saying all these fucking the road, Asian the names. I don't C fucking names, know any of these I don't guys, think. I don't want Listen, anything so, to do it. when he fought,
1: when he fought Hey Jin Park. Who was 7-0 at the time? It was like this heated rivalry. Both gyms hated each other. The crowd was going crazy. I just watched it the other day. And he knocked him out in 10 seconds. So uh, he, he can hit hard for sure, but I mean he I don't think he's very good in that fight against y- <laughs> Yizza. Yiza. <He's up. laughs> he almost lost. He got taken down multiple times. He didn't really get his striking off. And that was that was a fight between two guys who probably aren't UFC level. Uh, El Animal. Blake Builder, thirty three years old. I think I it's probably now that or never. Fight at
0: all, dude? Like it that didn't happen at I don't all. Think, yeah, like uh, I don't like it happened. That I remember Anshel Jubilee <laughs> for fighting Sergey, but I don't remember this fight happening at all. Like,
1: yeah, it kind of didn't. It kind of did. It was it was. Uh, I think it was right after um, Japanese Connor uh, dispatched of Mr. Kazama, <laughs> and right before Jubilee. So yeah, I mean, it's a Very forgettable card if you will. But yeah, I mean, the road of the UFC guys, I'm not big on any of them. I don't think Blake Builder is great at all, but uh, he has a a Brazilian jiu-jitsu black belt. Um, He's been hurt multiple times, but I feel like he's pretty tough. You know, he's he's not very, I can see where he gets knocked out by Lee because Lee hits hard, but I think Builder can stay on the outside. I'm honestly probably, you know, strike with him as long as he doesn't try to brawl. Um, And and wrestling, wrestling wise, I feel like you should just be able to dominate him wrestling, grappling wise, maybe get a submission, uh, the, 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 Kyle Nelson fight was pretty tough, but Kyle Nelson's a big dude for the weight class. Also a, a, a vet, you know, at least he beat Shane Young and, um, the dude on the contender series who I think stinks, uh, Alex Morgan, but he, he finished him. So, um, yeah, I, again, only one takedown in those fights, but he does have a sub. Um, I, I think he should have a wrestling advantage here over Mr. Lee. Uh, not sure what to do or what the pet is Takedown accuracy, Blake Builder. Ten. Ten percent. So not great, but I'm gonna pass on this one. Surprisingly I don't have a bet.
0: Here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I'm I'm with you. I'm gonna stay the fuck away from this. I'll probably bet Blake Builder in my private life and be pissed at myself when he gets arm in thirty seconds, but Yeah. Speaking of arm bars, Julius Stolyurenko's gift.
1: What a segue, <laughs> dude. What a segue.
0: <laughs> Yo, that, they just they <laughs> the fucking lobbed that. Yeah, dude, that was Lob City right there. They just handed that shit right <laughs> to me after she armbared Molly McCann who's higher up on the card there. She's fighting Luana Carolina. Her nickname is Dread. I didn't, yep. <laughs> I don't know if they could have thought of something better than that. I don't know. It's not that's got nothing to yeah, do with me. I dread
1: watching her fight. Yeah, I,
0: sure. I literally want to I leave the room when she fights. But Stolyarenko <laughs> is minus 138 to Luana Carolina is plus 120. Ty, I don't want anything to do with this one either. I mean, Stolyarenko is so like hit or miss, uh, but the one thing that maybe makes—I I don't know—makes me think that maybe she will, you know, uh, with her being Brazilian, Luana Carolina, she might think that she has the the grappling to kind of hang out with her <laughs> on the ground.
1: You know, I hope I hope she thinks that. I got—I'm just going to tell you right now—I got Julia Sol- Ranko by submission. I think she's going to easily submit Luana Carolina here. Uh, the thing about Ranko her. her her entire career, she's fought at like one one forty five. On she, when she fought in the uh, Ultimate Fighter, she lost to Penny and and Zadelia Letson, two just you know pillars of women's MMA. But <clears throat> that was at one forty five. And then, <laughs> and, <laughs> I mean, I mean, Penny and Zad's been around for a while at least. But um, I and then call when her she a
0: fucking pillar though, I mean.
1: she's a pillar in some way. I don't know uh, a pillar of Swedish women MMA, if you will. There you go. Um, and then she came to the UFC and she fought. Yana Santos, Julia Avila, Alexis Davis, lost to all of them. But that was at 135, beats Jesse Rose Clark into only uh, OnlyFans She's submission. Nice. Yeah. Chelsea Chandler, she fights her at like 195, because Chelsea Chandler is ginormous. <laughs> um she she got you know, she got beat up, but she I think she actually got a takedown before she got reverse. She went for an arm yeah, she got a takedown, got full mount, went for an arm bar and just botched it. Chelsea Chandler, again, is huge. Um, much bigger than her. She's fighting at 125. Chelsea Chandler fights at 145. Yeah. So moving down, she smokes Molly McCann. She finally looks like she's comfortable. Uh, now, watching her fights, not the most aesthetically pleasing. She's no. very sloppy, very awkward, but she's kind of mean. She comes forward. She's, she's pretty hittable, but she seems like she has a pretty good chin. Uh, I mean, if she gets hit enough, maybe not, but Luana Carolina is not some power puncher. You know, I, I think Luana Carolina is also awkward and sloppy, but she is long. She does use some of that kickboxing, Muay Thai striking, um, but she has no grappling defense at all, Luana Carolina. I mean, um, also, uh, she's she's been viciously submitted before. Remember, Ariane Lipsky ripped her knee apart. That was wild. Um, so, I, you know, very different fight here with Stoli and I see some people saying, well, last fight, she stopped all those takedowns, and she was able to win, but that Ivana Petrovic chick was not. I mean, she was a fraud, she complete fraud. Bad. No. She, she needs some time in Europe to hone her game. Um, when she beat that P- Botello chick, she probably should have lost to Pollyanna Botello, and she missed weight. Um, yeah, I think she is not good at all, Luana Carolina. I think um, I think she um, I think she takes an L here. That's that's all I'll say. I got Julia Stolyrenko, sub!
0: I am with you. I got Julio Stolyarenko's sub. I will say, uh, while we're here, I do think this fight gets canceled. I think <laughs> I think someone's missing weight here. I do think Stolyarenko, <laughs> or not Stolyarenko. I think Carolina misses weight and this fight. Yeah. I always she have to make before. one prediction that of, of a fight that gets canceled. This is the one. <laughs> That I'm gonna guess gets canceled. So there you go. Yeah. How about oh, okay. knocked
1: out Carolina? Yeah, she so did. Do MMA match.
0: That was the uh, spinning fucking decimation. Spinning that was the one. Elbow, Yeah. Well, you you talked about the hype train. That's when it started, and then it was yeah. quickly halted. Fraudulent
1: knockout. Yeah.
0: How about Markel Maderos? What do I? I mean, who the hell is this guy? He fought one time, I believe, in the USA.
1: Yeah, he fought uh, Isakov. This on the contender car. series.
0: Oh, yeah. How could I forget that? No, actually, I do remember him <laughs> eliminating that, uh, that guy. It was on
1: the same, uh, this, it was the two knees. It started off the car, car with back to back knee yes. knockouts where the guys just died. Yep. And then, yeah. Ramon Tavares was in the card, uh, Connor Matthews.
0: Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. That was that was a good night of uh, fights. It, yeah, it's tough to remember all the, these.
1: The dude with the afro got absolutely deleted <laughs> off this earth. Mr. Davi Bittencourt, if you remember. Correctly. Yes, I do. I do. I do.
0: How about Landon Caniones, the guy who he's fighting? He was on the Contender series, not Contender series. The Ultimate Fighter was on Connor's team. Got triangle choked by Jason Knight. Jason Knight was like, "What the fuck? You go to why the fuck you go to the ground with me, boy?" And he was he was not happy about that. But yeah, I'm not he, sure why he went there either. No, I, I agree. Then he went to the UFC and got uh, a decision loss to Nasrat Haqparas. Now he's fighting a Markel Medeiros. Let's see what the odds are here. I'd be curious to see. Plus 110 for Landon Quinones. Markel Medeiros is minus 130. I don't know if I really like betting this just because I don't know enough about Mr. Medeiros. Or honestly Landon Quinones to really have a good feel of this. I lean Quinones because I liked his game. He's just a moron, though, so I don't know if I can really bet that.
1: Yeah, he had a pretty good showing against Nasrat Hackbrass, Brass, but also in, he started to kind of get beat up in the second half of that fight. But uh, And the Jason Knight fight, I don't know what happened there, but Quinones has some pretty good southpaw boxing. Uh, he is there to be hit, and I think, he again, that, that, sh- that fight against Nazrat was on short notice. Um, he seems apparently to be very dedicated, watch a lot of tape. He grinds in the gym, so... You know, at least there's that. I don't. There's, there's just not much to kn- to know about either of these guys' games. We haven't seen enough, so you kind of, yeah. You know, I'm trying to go off whatever I can. Medeiros, I like his Muay Thai. He trains at Factory X. He seems like a, a hybrid between uh, Gutierrez, Chris Gutierrez, and Jonathan Martinez. The way he fights, very fast hands, a lot of uh, stance switching, a lot of feinting, a lot of moving, and just. You, you know, just always something, constant movement, these dudes no matter in the lab what.
0: Over there, man. I mean, they all yeah, look they
1: the same. Both, yeah, they all look the same. They fight the same. They're very dangerous. I think some of them kind of have a, a ceiling, you know, for sure. But I think Medeiros has pretty legit power. <clears throat> he goes to the body pretty well. He goes to the calf very well. I noticed against Isakoff uh, a little sloppy, but he's had some um, grappling success. And pretty decent on the ground. Uh, seems to be very tough. He has good cardio. Again, he seems very hittable. He likes to keep his hands down. Uh, again, something that Gutierrez and Martinez also kind of do sometimes. You, know, you go for those kicks, but uh, he seems tough. He seems very, very tough no matter how the fight goes. I've seen some of his regional scene regional scene footage. So um, this is close. This is going to be a very good fight. Honestly, a sneaky, sneaky banger here. Um, and both are pretty young, right? I think I think our boy Landon is like our age. I think he's like 28. 28. Yep. Yeah, Medeiros is 27. So um, yeah, this is going to be tough, man you know, Medeiros doesn't really beat anybody. You know, I don't even know if that Isakoff guy is that good. I'm going to go, I'm not going to go with anything. I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to stay away. I'm not betting too many things. I'm going to stay away, but I would lean Madero's uh, decision, but honestly, or, um, just money line. But honestly, if you know, I could see you know, taking Landon Canota's money line, because it, it seems like it's a 50, 50 fight. So you might as well just go with the dog in this situation. I just like Medeiros's speed. His hands is kicking body work, calf work. So I think all around he's, He's solid. I I like
0: what he can do. Yeah, I'm staying away from this. Uh, This is a fight that I just want to sit back and enjoy. So uh, I'm going to stay away and just enjoy. How about the first fight of the night, the last we are going to talk about? Banger. Thomas Peterson. Fuck that guy. Uh, Let me just. I'm sorry. I hate to do this. And before anyone, like. Fuck him. No, because this guy, this guy, I bet him on the contender series for fucking TKO, and he gets his first ever (laughs) submission on the contender series. Like you key gotta lock, be kidding! It hits a key lock on that big pig, Chandler Cole. <laughs> that was horrible. Horrible. It seems like
1: you didn't know that Thomas Peterson was a JUCO national champ. Oh, at I did. Iowa I did know, and he was laying the on home. top of him,
0: just looking for submissions. It was so annoying. He could have, uh, he ground and pounded every other fucking guy in the world. <laughs> he, he couldn't do it to him. Yeah, he
1: was out to prove a point, which I knew. That's why nice. I bet a submission. I'm just kidding. I did not. I wish. But uh, yeah. The, the alma mater of Colby, John Jones, Cain V, Joe Soto, all the boys. Thomas Peterson put his name right up there with them. I think he's the next heavyweight champ. Um, no, he played Jamal, Jamal Pogues. Jamal uh, like Pogues. He looked like He looked like he was out of shape. I'll say the last time he fought when he was on the on the scale. That's something to look out for if he comes in overweight, which is hardly a thing at heavyweight, but it could be. It could be. So, uh, you know, if he looks good on the, on the scales, I could see him getting his win. Because I don't think he's good. But we've seen him out-wrestle low-level opponents. Uh, I don't think he's going to be able to do that here. I think Peterson has some pretty good heavyweight wrestling and grappling. Pretty good boxing, too. Uh, I think he was actually doing well against uh, Waldo Cortez Acosta before he got knocked out on the regional scene. So, pretty decent experience. Uh, Pogues is supposed to be a pretty decent boxer, I've uh, you know watching his fights. He he doesn't have much power. Um, he doesn't really do much. His uh, his activity level is low. The Josh Parisian fight was like you know it wasn't close necessarily, but um, it wasn't great. He won by decision. Paulo Henato decision. Like he has a lot of decisions on his record. He has a sub, but he's also been subbed twice. He's been heel hooked and armbarred. So I, I feel like that could open up some opportunities for Thomas Peterson to get something. Um, also that Mick Parker fight, he got sm- he, he just looked like he didn't want to be there. So um I'm not betting anything here, that's for sure. No. Um however I think Thomas Peterson probably gets it done inside the distance. He's minus one sixty-five inside the distance. Will the fight go the distance? No, is minus one twenty-five. Under two and a half is even. Um yeah, I'm gonna stay away. I'm I'm, I'm trying to bite, but I'm not.
0: Yeah, I I don't see inside the distance here on the sheet, so that's why I am Oh, uh, is I'm the fight just, getting canceled? I don't, know. I don't, I don't, don't know. know. It's not good. But uh honestly uh, as a tribute bet, I'm going to bet, not on the card, but for the people out there who are listening, I'm going to bet Peterson's submission plus 750 uh, I Wow. I, I think I just got to do it. Uh, I got to do it. I think he's going to hunt them here. I think he's going to be able to wrestle them, and he's going to have trouble getting them out of there with his hands. And I think Mr. Pogue's going to give him his neck or something like that. So yeah. that's something my prediction. Arm, but I'm going to stay away from the actual betting of it. On this card, and that, ladies and gentlemen, is UFC Vegas 85. I've almost thrown up on the mic now twice <laughs> in the last five minutes. Uh, we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight five, six, seven, eight. Eight picks each, I believe, is what we wound up going with. And that is it, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, do we have any boxing that we must uh, discuss before we get out of here?
1: Uh, not too much. I mean, there was some boxing over the weekend. Jaime Munguia beat John Roder, Beat the uh,
0: right. Right. We off him. We talked about that the— uh, like, the other day
1: so it's gonna be interesting to see what they do going forward i think he's gonna get that canelo fight man i really do i think winning that fight the way he did he's got freddie roach training him now after uh munguia's old trainer was uh, i think eric morales decided to run for mayor in uh tijuana so okay. there you go yeah interesting um oscar i don't know if you saw he jumped out of the seat ran into the ring like a little kid when uh when when jaime munguia won um So who knows, you know, Bernard Hopkins and everybody, all the old head boxers are trying to be like, all right, this is the fight we're making. It's like, bro, you guys are not the matchmakers. Some of you are promoters. Let's, let's calm down Uh, between Mayweather and Bernard Hopkins just too much. But the real guy, the boogeyman of that division, David Morrell. nobody wants him. Everybody's saying that nobody wants a piece of David Morrell, which I get uh, same kind with Benavidez, but coming up, we don't really have much this weekend. I think we have Ashton Sylv Sylvie. He's pretty good. I mean, he's only 20 and he's like 10 and zero. he's the Jake Paul <coughs> promotions, uh, boxer that they signed. He's fighting tonight or tomorrow. He's fighting tomorrow. And Joshua Bozzi is fighting, uh, the Saturday at a light heavyweight ballot. He's pretty good at light heavyweight. Uh, he's not fighting anybody big. And then Connor Ben, your boy, he's finally, unless there's another positive test that comes up between now and Saturday, which could happen. He will be fighting Peter Dobson. Not to, not to be confused with AJ Dobson. Yeah. Uh, in Cosmopolitan, Las Vegas, so he's actually fighting in the U.S. It's just nobody really knows where. So,
0: hopefully, somebody's there to watch it. Hopefully, the people <laughs> paid ticket paid for those tickets to get there, and there's going to be a great weekend of fights. You know, we are back, we're back. Ty. We got Teofimo next Ooh. Thursday. How about that? We'll have to talk about that on the um, the recap uh, episode next week that we will have more than likely coming out Monday to talk about everything that happened this past weekend. In the world of combat sports. My name is Matt McSweeney.
1: I'm Ty opponent And as always, keep your hands up. Stay out of those DMs unless they have more following than followers.